0: Hello, friend. Thank you for tuning in. So in an interview, Vanessa Van Edwards t- discusses the topic of frenemies. And the interviewer, Tom Bilyeu of Impact Theory, asks her, how do you identify frenemies? Because they come in and then they're in there for years. And is there a checklist? It's and she says, actually, there's one simple question. Do you ever doubt that they're truly happy for you? And Tom responds by saying, wow, that cuts the chase. And I absolutely agree with him. So after listening to this interview, that concept has really been sinking in with me. Are they really happy for you? And I think this really determines the people who in my life are the ones I'm comfortable with and the ones I'm not comfortable with. Like I have friends who are super busy and we can't keep up all the time, but if we pick up the phone or if we text really deep what's actually going on, you know, if I'm sad, they're sad with me. And if I'm happy, they're happy with me. And there's nothing holding that back. And what got me thinking is that the root of that form of, are they happy for you or not happy for you? The root of that is jealousy. so I've, I've been thinking about this more and more, and you know, jealousy, do not covet, is one of the Ten commandments, and it's one of the Ten Commandments that is only a a thought sin if that makes sense. I mean, do not murder, honor your mother and father, honor the Lord your God, do not worship any, anyone else. Like those have, those also start in the mind obviously and then go outwards. But the jealousy is one where it's only ever in the mind, but then it does come out and it expresses itself as this frenemy relationship And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that jealousy, if one person in a friendship is jealous of the other, it will destroy the entire friendship. Because the person who is successful or has what the other person is jealous of, they can no longer trust the person who's jealous. And, you know, doesn't matter how long that friendship has gone on, if that jealousy starts to take root, it, it can destroy a, a friendship that's taken on, that's that's been gone on forever, for years. So it's just made me very, very hypersensitive to jealousy in my own life and realizing that jealousy is poison. There's a reason it's in the Ten Commandments. Um, I've found that when I'm jealous of someone... I will also be judgmental of them and it will come out as oh well da 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 they must have time in the morning to put on makeup like I, I, I'm 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 sorry I'm just lazy about putting on makeup that's the honest truth and that's 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 not intended to be towards anybody but I really I really respect people who they're willing to share their face without makeup and to those who feel insecure about that I totally respect that as well I'm just sharing that that's an example of something that I I have a lot of mixed emotions about of. And there's jealousy and there's judgment and there's the fear of being inauthentic and there's the fear of being too authentic and, and offending people. So there's there's a lot of emotions in that cocktail right there. Uh, so please don't judge me for my cocktail of emotions because I'm taking it to Jesus and I hope you're taking your cocktail to, to Jesus as well. <laughs> so... it really got me thinking about how if I'm jealous of someone, I need to distance myself from them and take that to God because I can't be a true friend to them. And if I can't be a true friend to them, then why am I, why am I trying in my actions when my heart isn't in the right place? I'm telling you this, this, this one snippet from this interview, I'll put the whole YouTube link in the description. It's a fantastic interview. I highly recommend it. I <laughs> There are other things in this interview I want to do podcasts on. That's how good it is. Um, and uh, Tom just asks the most insightful questions. He really does his research on his uh, uh, interviews. So realizing how where frenemies come from and how it originates in our hearts has really made me sensitive to how much I participated in this. And frenemies are something that we think about in Mean Girls and it's like, ooh, and it's, it's kind of that, you know, it, it's, it's the hyper drama because it's so ironic and it's funny at this point and they all get over it at the end. But, but that's, that's not how real life works. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's funny because it's condensed and dramatized, but in real life, it's not funny at all. In, in real life, this stuff destroys people. And, and I mean, it, it made me realize that If I see jealousy in a friend's life, the most loving thing I could do to them is say, hey, I've noticed something and I think you might want to work on this because it's in your best interest to not be jealous. And I'm your friend and I love you, so I want to tell you about this. It's made me really sensitive in my own life, as I mentioned, to not being jealous, not being judgmental, taking my cocktail of emotions to Jesus to have him purify and sift and, and sort through all these things and repent of, of of sin. Jealousy is sin. And there's nothing that will destroy a church faster than, than jealousy and the pettiness that comes from it. I really hope that this podcast has challenged you and opened your eyes this this concept has just been very eye opening for me. I'm 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 very convicted I I I'm embarrassed to say how many years I've been doing this. How many years I've wasted being jealous of people and being judgmental and Ooh, I wish I could just go back and apologize but <sighs> there is grace for this too and if you're the person who is listing this podcast and feeling convicted as I am I, I would encourage you if there's any friendships where you know that you've done this I would encourage you to go and apologize to those people and watch the the trust rebuild and as you mourn and grieve together, what, what sin is stolen. And I think in some sense, jealousy is, is learned. I think it's part of human nature. I mean, (laughs) no one teaches us to lie, but we just, we kind of have a sin nature that's built into us. And, and that's, that's part of that's part of the depravity of man we are we are born with a propensity to sin that means that we haven't sinned yet so we're innocent but the way that we're hardwired means that we will sin and we need Jesus to redeem us I need Jesus to redeem me Whew! thank you Jesus the the longer I walk with God, the more I realize how much I need him, how much I have to repent of. And in the Gospels, Jesus is talking to a Pharisee, and he's talking to a woman of the streets, a prostitute, who comes in and anoints his feet with oil. And Jesus knows that the Pharisee is judging the prostitute, and he's judging Jesus for interacting with a prostitute. And Jesus turns to the Pharisee and says, there were two men who were in debt, one for 50 and one for 500. And in our day's wages, these would probably be like, you know, a day's salary versus a year's salary. And the the lender realized that neither man could pay and so he forgave both of them and he canceled their debts and then he says of the pharisee which one loved him more and it's the one who was forgiven more and so the more that we realize how much sin is in us and the more that we're able to repent of that the more we love jesus And so this process of sanctification continues to draw us closer to God where we realize, I am utterly worthless without you. My attempts at righteousness are filthy rags, as Paul says in one of his epistles, filthy rags. And then he says in Romans, who will free me from this body of death because I do the things I don't want to do, but the things that I will to do, I don't do. And and it's it's comforting to know that the Apostle Paul, after he'd gotten like into the writing phase of his life, he was still frustrated by this whole concept of, I'm not living right. <laughs> I still need to change. So I hope that's encouragement to you, that there is grace for all of this, and our sin is meant to bring us closer to the foot of the cross and i've been in romans for a while so don't 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 judge me for keep going back there um but the, the point that romans makes so eloquently is that it is the law that shows us how much we need grace and so if we didn't have the law we wouldn't know that we were in the wrong we wouldn't know that we needed it so that's why that's why the truth sets us free because it tells us how things are wrong so that we can go to god and ask him to fix it my name is meg i love my jesus and i believe in living inside out now it's your turn go live it